What's up, everybody? How's it going? All right, so um, if you're having a good week, give me a thumbs up. If you're having a meh week, give me like a thumbs in the middle. And if you're having like a not so great week, give me a thumbs down. Where's everybody at? Okay, some thumbs up, some thumbs up. Mm, oh, man. All right, so <laughs> thumbprint. Okay, all right, that's, that's good. Well, hopefully after tonight, it'll help some with your week for those who are in the middle, those who are doing well, and those who are maybe not having such a good week. So who can tell me what we've talked about these last few weeks? What's the general thing that we've been talking about? This is like the easy question for you. Prayer. prayer. Everyone say prayer. prayer. Okay, now that you got the weird voice out of you, everyone say prayer. All right, now everyone say, prayer. prayer! All right, good. All right, I'm just trying to get you, you know, get you warmed up here a little bit. So we've been talking about prayer here these last few weeks, and so we've covered quite a bit, and so let's just kind of recap here a little bit. What are some of the things that we've talked about in relation to prayer? So as you think back over the last few weeks, what have we talked about? What are some of the things that we talked about, that we've looked at? Yeah. Yeah, how we talk, talk to God. Nice, good. What else? What are some of the things that we've talked about, looked at? Yeah, anything. Yeah, how to study your Bible. Oh, I'm so glad you still remember that. That's great. That was like last year. So, what else? What are some of the things that we talked about? Yeah, right? The Acts prayer, not like Acts body spray. Right? Some of you guys need to just take it easy. Acts, A-C-T-S. Okay, does anyone remember what it stands for? Anybody? Go ahead. Yo, give it up for Jason, everybody. Wow. Wow. Derek just tipped his milkshake to you a little bit there. <laughs> All right, nice, good. What else? What are... What are some of the other things that we talked about? I just want to hear where you're at, what you've learned so far. What else? Anything else that you can think of? I learned how to read the Bible. Okay. How to learn to read the Bible. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Good. Yeah, allowing God to work in your life. Jason? Yeah, right? We talked about the importance of prayer. Yeah, right? Like, God's always there. He doesn't have, like, you know, office hours. <laughs> He's always available for us to talk to him. Good, good. What else? Any, any, anything else? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember the video that we saw where they were like, I want a car, I want a pool, right? I mean, it's kind of like funny, but we don't we treat prayer like that sometimes? Or we just say, all right, God, good morning. Here's my list of things that I want today. I would like them by this evening and send me a copy of the receipt. Thanks, bye. That's, <laughs> that's not, really, not really how prayer works. Yeah, good. Any, anything else? Any, anything else that we talk about with prayer? Daniel? Oh. I'll think about it. The one with the vending machine? 
Okay. Oh, we'll have to show it sometime. We'll have to do a replay sometime. All right. Anything else in relation to prayer? Last call here. Caden? All right. So let me give you a little recap on what we've been talking about. Okay. So the first week of the semester, we looked at what is prayer. Okay. Looked at what is prayer, and these are some of the points that we covered, okay? Prayer is how we communicate with the Lord and praise Him. Prayer can be audible or silent. It can be private by yourself or public. And it could be formal or it could be informal. And through the example of Hannah, we talked about how the heart of prayer is essentially pouring out our soul to the Lord, right? We did a, a little study on the book of Hannah, or the character of Hannah. Okay. So we talked about what is prayer, the core of prayer being pouring out our souls to the Lord. And then the week after, we talked about why should we pray. And so some of the things that Mark covered during that night was God calls us to pray in his word. Prayer helps us avoid temptation Prayer keeps us humble before God. Prayer is a witness to God's power. And prayer strengthens and unifies followers of Jesus. And prayer is something that unites us together because it just it helps us focus in on the work that God is doing. And then... Last week, we looked at the acronym ACTS, and we looked at the question, how do we pray? And again, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. So who can tell me what adoration is again? Yeah, adoring Christ, okay. Any other, anyone else want to add to that as well? Adoration, what is, what's an example of adoration per se? Yeah. Yeah, praising God for who he is. So essentially, like praising him for his holiness or his goodness, right? Attributes of God. So adoration is solely on praising God for who he is, okay? Now, what about confession? What do we talk about in relation to that one specifically? How did Derek talk about that? Daniel? Okay, good. Well, so anyone want to add on to that? What does it look like in that, that part of prayer? Yeah, confessing our sins. And so when we confess our sins, what do we, what do, we do? Like, what are we really asking for? Or what are we saying when we confess our sins? Yeah, you're asking God for forgiveness. You're, first of all, acknowledging the sin that you've done and you're confessing it, and you're asking God for forgiveness. Okay? What about thanksgiving? What is this part of this strategy or this example of prayer? Thanksgiving. What, is, what does that look like? Caden? Okay? Praying before you eat. Great example. What else? Yeah. Yeah, you're thanking God the things that he's given you right it could be as simple as thank you for a place to sleep thank you for food thank you for your family anything we're thanking god for the things that he 
has given us. And this can be hard sometimes because sometimes we're in a place where we're not very thankful. And it can be hard, honestly, to find things to thank God for in light of our circumstances. But it's always important for us to think through, what can we thank God for? Because we can always find things to thank him for. And then lastly, supplication. What is, what is this one? And anyone have any examples of what that is? So what, what is it again? What are some examples? Just to kind of refresh our memory here. What is supplication? And what's, what does it look like? What's an example or so? Yeah, Gabby? Yeah, asking God for things that we need or want. And I think even right there is a good distinction between what we need and what we want. Because a lot of times our prayer can be mostly, all right, here's my list of things that I would like, right? And I, I get it. And a lot of times when we pray, we go right to this part at the end. We go right to asking God for things because it's easy for us to fall into the lie of treating God like a vending machine. Okay. So what we're going to do tonight is we want to give you some time to practice Okay, and don't freak out or anything. Like, just, just, just take a breath. It'll be fine. You'll be okay, right? Because the reality is, we can teach you all about prayer. We could spend all semester talking about prayer. What is prayer? Why we should pray? Examples of prayer. We can look at the Lord's prayer even deeper than what we already did last week. We could spend all semester talking about prayer. But at the end of the day, the best way to get more comfortable and confident praying is guess what? To pray, right? To pray. And you know what? God wants us to pray. Like that's his desire. He wants to be in communion with us. And so the only way to get more comfortable with prayer is to just pray because God knows the heart and he knows what we're trying to pray for. You don't have to have all these fancy words um, to pray, he just simply wants us. He wants a relationship with us. And so prayer is just how we communicate with God. And if you're nervous about praying because you're afraid to pray, that's exactly what Satan wants. Because he wants nothing more than for you to say, you know what, I don't really want to pray because I don't really know how to. I feel uncomfortable with it. To Satan, that's like a win because he wants to drive this wedge between us and God. And if he can get us believing the lie that I don't really know if I should pray, that's, that's just not for me. Prayer is one of the biggest powerful weapons that we have as followers of Jesus. And so we need to pray because we have an adversary that is prowling around like a lion, as First Peter says, seeking to devour us. And you know what? If he can't devour us, if he can at least keep us from praying the very thing that allows us to commune with God, then to him, that's already a win. And our desire is for each and every one of you to grow in your relationship with Jesus, to worship, grow, and serve him in every area of your life for the rest of your life. We want to see you follow Jesus forever. And prayer is not just an important good thing to do. Prayer is absolutely essential Everyone say essential. essential. 
You got it. Prayer is essential, essential, however you want to say it. And again, the best way to get better or to really just be more comfortable with prayer is to pray. And I guarantee you, the more you pray, the more comfortable you're going to get. That's the reality. The more you pray, the more comfortable you are going to get. I often think of it as riding a bike. How many of you remember learning how to ride a bike? Okay, right? Okay, so let me just hear me out. What if they said, okay, you know what? We're going to give you this giant manual on how to ride a bike. You're going to read it. We're going to give you a five-page test. You're going to write an essay, and then we'll give you a pass or fail grade on how to ride a bike, and you'll be good to go. You probably go, okay. At some point, what did you have to do? You have to get on the bike and ride it. And if you're like my dad, he's like, all right, get on. See ya. And just push me. And I'm like, Whoa! right, I'm holding on for dear life. I only wrecked like a couple times. But the point is, at some point, you just got to pray. And you know what? God in his goodness, he's okay with that. He wants you to pray. And so tonight, we're going to spend some extended time in small groups so you can have some time to pray and again get some more practice with these different elements and aspects of prayer and so before we get into our time of prayer uh, i want to share a few of what i call heart checks before we get into this and so here are a couple things i want to share with you to remind you as we head into some time of prayer okay so number one We're called to pray with the right motives. And so James 4 says, You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You only want what gives you pleasure. We only want what we want. And so as we head into a time of prayer, we need to check our heart and ask God, what are my motives behind prayer? And so I hope and pray that as you pray tonight, that you're excited or you want to get more comfortable or confident with it. But if in your heart you're like, you know what, I'm just like going to do what I can to make it awkward for others or really just make it uncomfortable. God knows our hearts. He knows our hearts. And so, no matter where you're at spiritually or how you feel about prayer, I'm just asking you, as we pray, to be respectful of others because no matter where you're at, we don't want to rob others of the opportunity to pour their souls out to the Lord. And I I guarantee you that there are people here tonight that are excited and need to pray. And so we hope that no matter where you're at, that you would just be respectful of others as they pray. So number two, pray with confidence. Because of Jesus, we are in relationship with God and we have access to the throne room. What that means is we have the full subscription to who God is. And so 1 John 5 says this, and this is the confidence that we have, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. And so prayer 
isn't just writing something on a balloon and letting it go and just hoping that it gets its way up to where God is. That's, that's not how it works because God hears us. And so we can be confident that he will hear us. Number three, pray without ceasing or pray continuously, right? To be constantly in a mindset of prayer. And so as we pray, we remind ourselves that he is in control. And again, as we looked at last week with the Lord's Prayer, part of that prayer was your will be done. And what that means is, God, no matter what, I want what you want. And if we believe that God is good and he has a plan, then at some point we have to trust him because he knows what's best. And it might not always feel that way, but we have to trust that he has a plan and he is working things out. Number four, and I have five total. Number four, pray knowing that God's will means methods and timing is perfect. Psalm 69 says, but as for me, my prayer is to you, O Lord, at an acceptable time, O God, in the abundance of your steadfast love. Answer me in your saving faithfulness. And so, again, as we pray, we remind ourselves that God is perfect. His will, his means, his method. There's no oops in God's dictionary. There's no plan B. God is always in control. And so we pray and trust that he is good. And number five, and this is an all-inclusive list, just number five, pray with the intent to give God the glory. First Corinthians 10, 31 says, so whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do. And you know what's amazing? That phrase literally means whatever you do. Whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. In everything that you do, the moment your eyes wake up in the morning to when you close them, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. So as we pray, we do so to give God the glory. And so prayer especially in groups, prayer is not this time for us to flex our spiritual knowledge. We don't go into prayer to say, yo, I'm about ready to drop some amazing spiritual long words on this. Let's go. That, that's not how we pray. Because here's the reality. A prayer from someone who has a small vocabulary but a willing heart can be much more powerful than someone who's praying, throwing around religious jargon or whatever you want to say just because because god knows what we're trying to say so you don't have to have all these fancy words or talk in this very sophisticated kind of manner when you pray that's not how god wants it god wants you for who you are right now you don't have to clean up your act before you pray god wants us to come to him just as we and that's the beauty of it, because God cares for us. And so a couple of last thoughts here, again, just to give you some perspective. It's really okay if there are periods of awkward silence. I just, I just want to tell you that, that as you are praying, there might and probably will be some times that you're like, okay, nobody said anything in like 30 seconds. It's getting real awkward. That's okay. 
The world's going to keep spinning. God is still in control. It's going to be fine. I'm just telling you, it's going to be okay. And so if there's an awkward pause, just to yourself, be praying. Because the reality, too, is that in order to hear the Holy Spirit speaking to us, it often starts with us being quiet and listening. And so many students have said, what does it mean to hear God? Well, a huge part of that is being quiet. Because he might be trying to shout something out to you, but you're not taking the time to listen. Number two, you can pray more than once within each segment of this prayer. But don't take over the prayer time, okay? So it's okay to pray more than once. But I want you to also give opportunity for everyone to practice prayer, okay? Because if you truly deep down want to learn how to pray, what better place to practice prayer than with people your own age at church? Like, I'm going to be honest, I can't make this any easier for you guys to learn how to practice prayer. Like, it's okay. And we fumble and figure it out. Because I remember when I first trusted in Christ when I was 17, and I started learning how to pray, my prayers at that time were like, God, thanks for today. That was it. But you know what? God wants that. He wants us to talk with him. And as you continue to grow in your relationship, your prayers will probably become deeper and more meaningful. But you just got to start somewhere. And third, prayer is a time for us to just sit with God. Just be with God. So enjoy this time. I, I really hope you enjoy this time. I don't want this to feel like the worst thing ever. Like, you know, you're stuck in there. Everyone's praying. And you're like, I just want to get out of here. Please just get me out of here. I hope that's not how you feel. So just take the time to listen to God because God may be trying to get your attention and tonight could be the night that he finally does so. And so um, after you spend some time in small groups, um, before we formally dismiss at the end of the night, we're going to come back in here and spend a couple minutes just kind of talking about that experience because I want to hear from you to hear how it went you know, if God was speaking to you in a deep way, I want to hear about it. Like, let's praise God together, okay? Because if you want to pray, you just have to pray and start somewhere. So at the end, we're going to come back together and take some time just shortly to talk about how the experience was. So I want to hear from you. So be ready to share a little bit about what that was like. And so um, small group leaders, if you want a couple of copies of the ACTS prayer acronym, um, I have copies on the table in the back. So if you want to take a few to hand out to students if they need to refer back to. Uh, you can go ahead and take a couple as well. So don't leave yet. Sit down. Just kidding. I just wanted to do a voice. Sit down. All right. As we pray, let me pray for you. Sound good? So let's pray. God, thank you so much for this opportunity that we can gather together. God, we are here to study the Bible, to deepen our relationship with you. And part of growing in our faith is praying. Because Jesus died on the cross and conquered death through his resurrection so we can have a restored relationship with you. And so if we have received Christ, as Colossians 2 says, if we have received Christ, we are a child of God. And so our desire, your desire, is for us 
to be together, to abide. And to abide is to talk and to share. And God, I pray that each and every student here tonight would be more comfortable and confident practicing prayer, that they would just hurdle any fears that they have about praying, that even if it's a couple words, that they would do so with a heart of gratitude and to give you the glory. And God, we know that when people pray, Satan trembles. Because nothing scares Satan more than when people, followers of Jesus, the church gathers together to pray. And so I pray that as we spend time in prayer tonight, that we would just totally shake Satan. That powerful things would happen tonight. Because we know that you hear our prayers and that we are confident that you do. And prayer can move mountains. And God, I pray for each and every one of us that we would be locked in and open to how you may be trying to speak to them tonight. Thank you. And we ask this in your name we pray. Amen. So sixth and seventh grade, you may rise and